Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about muscle atrophy and whether or not it's reversible. So listen, before we get started in this episode, I want to mention there's something I created recently, which for a limited time, we've got some replays available where you can check it out. It's called 12 Steps to Rapid Recovery from Running Injuries. And it's a presentation I did where I put together literally in order the steps that I think runners have to follow. And it's exactly what I do if you were to call me and schedule a one-hour webcam consultation. So it could save you a huge amount of time and a lot of money if you get on it and you go through it and you actually just do what I talk about there. You don't need my help to do it. You can just listen to the presentation and then think about what's going on in your situation and do it. So just go to docontherun.com slash 12 steps if you want to check it out. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. All right, now listen, this episode's an important one. So if you're a runner with a running injury, you need to listen up. So this is serious business. Now, the biggest problem with running injuries is not that you have a broken bone, it's not that you have a sprained ankle, it's not that you have Achilles tendonitis. The biggest problem is that you're going to lose your fitness while you recover from that injury if you're not really proactive. When I lecture on running injuries at medical conferences, in all the talks that I do about different specific injuries like tendonitis or stress fractures, fractures or whatever, I have a slide in there that talks about the catastrophic effects to runners when we as physicians give you fracture walking boots for long periods of time like four weeks or six weeks. And one statistic that was published in a medical journal that I present to doctors at those conferences is I say, look, it's not my opinion. These are the numbers. When you put a patient in a fracture walking boot or a cast and you put them on crutches for one week, just a week, they get a 17% reduction in the muscle diameter size on that lower extremity. Now, you think 17% is not a lot, not a big deal, right? Well, it gets worse. At four weeks, you actually have a 60% reduction. And when you go eight weeks, 10 weeks, or 12 weeks, that atrophy can become permanent and it's not something you can rebuild. The reason I know that is I have a friend that I met in 1994 who got a blood clot in his leg while he was climbing he did ironman triathlons he doesn't do them anymore because he can't and his calf is about a third smaller than the other calf 20 years later and i saw a patient uh, who i use an example in the talk to to doctors i have a picture of her in there and she was in a cast and then she was in a boot and then she was kind of in and out of boot for a while but long story short it was 12 weeks total and the picture i have that i show the doctor she's standing on her toes in her kitchen and her calf on one side is about 30% smaller than the other calf. And I always ask the doctors, like, when do you think I took this picture? And they say, well, probably uh, at her first follow-up after she came out of the boot, I say, no, this is five years later. So we know for a fact now, this is somebody who is very athletic, who continued to run and train and do triathlons and marathons and has permanent atrophy. So I don't know what the cutoff date is. I don't know, but I know that it's somewhere after four weeks and it's certainly by 12 weeks. But if you're immobilized in a fracture walking boot for too long, the atrophy or the sort of wasting away of the muscle is progressive and it becomes more and more intractable and effectively becomes permanent. So if your doctor puts you in a fracture walking boot, it's not that you don't need it, you probably do. The question is how long? And what you really have to press the doctor on is how long? 
and you also need more frequent follow-up. If they give you a boot and say, come back in a month, you should say, how about if we check in in two weeks instead? Would that be all right? And then go in and ask questions and tell them, look, my pain went away completely at five days of using the boot. So why do I have to wear it for a whole nother three weeks? You know, you really have to think about for a second that you've got to be your own advocate when you go to the doctor because you do not want permanent atrophy. You're not going to get it back. I mean, I saw a guy one time who was a CrossFit instructor and a runner. He trained athletes and he asked me about the fracture walking boot. A doctor had suggested he use it. And I told him that same thing. I said, look, at one week, you get a 17% reduction in the muscle diameter size. And he was like, well, that's not that big of a deal. I said, is it really? Is that not a big deal? So let me ask you a question. What if we flip it around and pretend I'm a 30-year-old woman who came to you and said, I'd like to train with you. I have really skinny legs and I'd like stronger looking, more muscular calves. How long would it take you of working out with me to get my calf muscle 17% bigger? And he was like, that'd probably take a while. It's like, right, a lot longer than a week. And I said, how long would it take to get, you know, to get it back if you lost 60%? And he laughed out loud. He was like, never. I'm like, right, that would be difficult. So you really have to think about how important it is that you maintain your running fitness, you maintain your muscle strength, and you've got to do that with some movements and flexibility and some exercises that you've got to make sure get approved by your doctor or that you're sure from what you're doing and the way you're testing it that you know that it's okay for you. So if you're confused about what to do, if you're confused about the steps to take and you want to know what I do when I talk to most runners, just go check out the 12 Steps presentation. So it's docontherun.com slash 12 steps.